Welcome to the MLB Coast to Coast Podcast, brought to you by Lions.com. Coming to you from the West Coast, riding solo one last time, I believe, here on Friday, August the 4th. Josh Lander, and I am going to be talking about this slate here on Friday. Taking a quick look at Thursday, really excited to tell you we went 3-1, and one, up .88 units. Uh, Oakland and LAD, we had Freddie Freeman in there with two-plus total bases. We also had Christian Yelich two-plus total bases in that Milwaukee-Pittsburgh game. We had over four-and-a-half runs in the first five for that Milwaukee-Pittsburgh game, and Mitch Keller got shelled. Uh, for the Pirates, which really helped us get over that total there. And I did not like this bet when I gave it. I'm going to be honest with you. I told you I was going to be a little bit better about this, and I wish I was. But I took Christian Javier over 5.5 Ks. I couldn't stay off of him. And he kind of got shelled by the Yankees. He was all right. He was bad, honestly, but only gave up the four runs there. And they did end up taking the loss, did the Astros. So on the season, 25-19, and up 3.26 units. Feeling good about the momentum that we've built over the past couple weeks, especially up about two and a half units in that amount of time. So let's keep it going here. I do quickly want to remind you to like and subscribe to that page. Continue to follow along with us all season long. Also want you to head to thelines.com. Check out all the great content we have up on the site right now. And you can use that odds finder tool we have for you guys to make sure that you are getting the best odds available to you from all these books giving us bets this baseball season. So let's run through... Friday's slate here really quickly. The first game I'm talking about, Chicago White Sox at the Cleveland Guardians. Got to fade the White Sox. Two and eight in their last 10, and we know that they sort of sold everybody away. Berger, Giolito, Lynn, Joe Kelly, Kendall Graveman, uh, none, no longer with the team. A few others I didn't even mention there as well. So they're not running out the same unit per usual. Uh, Going to continue to fade them by taking Cleveland Moneyline. You can get that at minus 155 if you have a Barstool account. Uh, it is noticeably better than, I mean, seven cents is not nothing. Uh, and it's minus 162 pretty much everywhere else that you would want to get it on those bigger books like FanDuel or DraftKings. But I'm going 0.7 units uh, and, and taking advantage of my Barstool account to get minus 155 for the Guardians to win that one. And like I said, I just have to keep betting against the White Sox. There's no proof showing me that I think they're going to win. I'm also throwing out a couple more bets for that game that I'll just talk about before I get into it for a second, which is Logan Allen. And I'm backing the lefty there against this White Sox team, which has been awful, awful against lefties, especially the last two weeks or so. I'm taking him for over 17 and a half ounce, minus 110 on DraftKings. I'm taking him for over five and a half Ks because I get plus 115 on DraftKings there. Um, and the, the five and a half Ks is definitely a bit scary for Logan Allen, but he's actually done that in his last two starts since coming back from being demoted to the minors. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know why he was demoted to the minors. I think there was really, a, there was some control issues for him at times, but he came out early in a game where he was dealing. It was like he had gone nearly four innings with four strikeouts and like one or two hits, no walks. Um, so I don't, that might've been a, a minor injury thing, but since he's come back for the last two starts, he's been really awesome. And he's gotten at least six Ks in uh, four of his previous five starts at this point. So uh, he's also gone the, the the 18 outs needed, the six innings in the last two starts as well. And that's what I'm focused on here. And what's interesting is the last time he played the White Sox was a bad outing for him. And it was a different White Sox team just two weeks ago or so. Uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't good by any means. He still went the six innings, but gave up a bunch of hits and five runs. I'm not expecting that from him in this game. Um, the White Sox have posted the fifth highest K rate versus left-handers since they just sold the farm and really about three weeks ago now. Um, they're striking out at about 27%, uh, which is not a very good rate. Obviously, they're only walking 
less than 6% of the time as well. So Logan Allen has actually been much better with his control, despite the, the struggles he had the last time against this lineup. And it's just not the same lineup anymore. And it's one that's a part of a team that's based. I mean, tanking is one way to put it, but they're basically just giving up on the season uh, and looking at what they have now in the farm system. And that's why I feel good about the guardians. We're still making a run for this. I would consider the under in this game. I'm, I'm not playing it necessarily um, because I don't know exactly how well Mike Clevenger is going to pitch for the white Sox. He's been pretty good at times, but and this guardians offense, is not great right now and I don't think Josh Naylor is playing so that's worth a consideration but those are my three favorite bets I don't really need to put any more on this game other than those so uh, moving on to the other game that I'm talking about here since I gave you so many bets there uh, I've only got one other game to talk about here and that is Tampa Bay and Detroit and I think one of the news and notes to take away from the past like three or four days of baseball this week is that I don't think you can trust the Tampa Bay Rays anymore officially if you could prior to this week. And I don't think you can trust, and I think you can trust rather, the New York Yankees a little bit more. They're not coming into this uh, pick at all, but I just wanted to bring up that like, if you're still fading the Yankees because they've been so bad before Judge got back, just having Judge in the lineup has already made them better, as we've seen in the last couple games. They put they took care of Shane uh, McClanahan there on the Rays, and and that's really where we're at right now with with Tampa Bay. Is like if Zach Eflin's not on the mound, um, and I suppose you put Tyler Glass now in there as well. I don't trust this team. Uh, we'll see how Aaron Savali does. They might need him more than they even realized with how Shane O'Mac is at this point back on the DL as well for Shane McClanahan. So without two of those two pitchers specifically though, and we'll see about Savali. I don't trust this Rays team. And they're taking on a Detroit uh, Tigers team that's playing above their pay grade. And, and I said that in a futures video recently where I was like, look, Detroit, that, that AL Central is wild because Detroit's still in it. Um, and they, they're like, really, they are. And I don't know that they've sold. They tried to sell, right? They tried to get rid of Rodriguez. And he was like, no, nah, I'm not I'm not going to the Dodgers. Um, and as a result, you know, they're, they're actually stuck with their best pitcher still. And we'll see if they can turn anything around. But Reese Olsen is probably their second best pitcher right now. And he's on the mound for Detroit, which is why I'm taking them on the money line as the dog here. 0.3 units um, at plus 124 on DraftKings. And I mean, just looking at the Rays and the way that they've just bombed man uh, they, they started the season as I was talking about recently as at least a top two team in baseball alongside the Braves and at one point they had the best WRC plus in baseball um, and and since then basically the second half of the season down to 15th in that WRC plus you look at the last month they're down to 20th in our WRC plus they're, they're not creating runs uh, there's no power there for them and they're really not getting guys around the bases as we've seen so I don't I like what I see from Olsen right now enough to one have him in fantasy for anybody who cares and two uh, feel good about him being able to handle the the Rays in this game a little bit more than he seems to be getting credit for uh, Tampa Bay is chasing a ton they're in the bottom five like bottom tenth percentile basically twenty fourth. Uh, is what I'm looking at, actually, as I rearrange these numbers. They're 24th in chase rate, um, and that's because and, and Reese Olsen is getting strikeouts. Uh, he's getting guys to chase. He's in the 85th percentile of a pitchers uh, who qualify for chase rate. Uh, he's got with that slider that he's got that just comes out of the zone against righties, especially, obviously, and, and jams those lefties. It's It's been super, super efficient, um, and it's, he's actually getting a 172 batting average off of his opponents when he's throwing that slider because it's followed by some pretty nice stuff uh, when he's able to pound the zone as well. So I think you take Olsen in this one. I'm not going to lie, the the bullpen for the Tigers, and, and this is going to sound weird to people who have been watching the Rays for like five years now, um, the bullpen is better in Detroit right now than it is in Tampa Bay. Uh, just even just looking at raw numbers for them and expected numbers, honestly. And, and that's the weird part with Tampa Bay that, that's crazy is they're actually playing above 
their expected numbers, like better than them. Um, that goes for their batting average, their WOBA, um, and even for uh, Zach Little, his FIP and his ex-FIP, not, not even. Um, he's got a 4.85 ERA to Zach Little taking the mound there for the Rays. He's getting hit hard. Uh, more than 52% of the time it's the, is at his hard hit rate. Um, and that expected bat- batting average against for him is at 286, too high. Um, and and the, the, the Tigers, I, I do think they can take care uh, advantage of that. Like, don't look now, but even in the last, like, uh, month and a half now, basically month, four or five weeks, uh, Detroit's got six different hitters who have above average um, WOBAs, ex-WOBAs, and WRC plus for individuals. So like they're hitting pretty well, actually, uh, in the in the top half of their lineup. And I think that's going to give Zach a little uh, enough trouble that it's worth a little sprinkle on a, a plus odds for the, for the money line dog here, Detroit, who is at home as well. So that is all the time I have for you guys in this one. Let's keep it going on Friday here with a bunch of bets from these two games that I'm really targeting, obviously, as you can see. Uh, and until I talk to you next, happy betting.